Who are you going to pick? I, I know who I'm going to pick. Right. And that's going to be my boys over here. <laughs> Star Wars Eclipse. What the heck is going on with this yeah. game? Basically, Star Wars Stranger Things. Jude Law's in it, so that's the only reason I'll be watching right, it. Right, yeah. <laughs> May the force. Force the force. 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 The force will be with you. Always. Welcome to Star Wars Uplink, your place for everything Star Wars gaming, the TV shows, and the movies. And uh, we dive deep into two of the biggest topics around Star Wars and the galaxy far, far away. Today, we're going to be hopping into discussing all the things D23 Expo and the biggest announcements. And as always, I'm joined by Sydney Laurel. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. Let's jump right in. Just you reconsider playing that message for him. D23 uh, was this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, it was past weekend as you're listening to this. Uh, it wasn't... It, it's a weird thing. So they're treating it as more of like a pre-pandemic show where they are streaming very little of it. Like I think they only had one segment that was streamed and it was 23 minutes and it was the game showcase. Okay. Uh, so they are not embracing the modern day event, that is for sure. And I think a lot of people were definitely upset because it, one, it's a smaller audience. Two, they do usually have some big announcements because the, the Disney expo yeah so what is disney uh, d23 d23 is the disney everything all the time expo it's for it's where disney goes and shows off all the things disney does so you're talking about the animated you're talking about pixar you're talking about the live action remakes that they do you're talking about all the lucasfilm stuff and then what has really come above is marvel this is one of the big Mm. things with marvel so they announced some of their own stuff there and they wouldn't like want people to come to their show they want people to come to their show but they're not doing anything for the people that aren't at the show come on disney you can do better Mm -hmm. so all of the news (laughs) that we'll be talking about today in this episode or this week is uh all come at that has come out mostly today uh saturday september 10th as we're recording this we specifically delayed the podcast to kind of make sure we touched on all the news and made sure we didn't miss anything and that was um i think it was a it was a pretty good decision we got to see the mandalorian season three trailer and we got to see the tells from the jedi mm-hmm. and we also did a reaction video on that so check it out on our youtube channel if you're listening or watching this uh link will be in the description all kinds of things that uh d23 has come to encapsulate it's everything disney And that means, like, half of the entertainment industry. (laughs) But I think they they struggle with it because, yeah, there's a couple things you can watch in live stream, but it's not necessarily the place that you as someone online or as a a fan of Star Wars that does not want to spend money on a flight or a ticket. Or maybe you tried to do that and you weren't just able to go. They don't care about you at this (laughs) show, really. Maybe don't go as far to say that, but I mean, that's the gist. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, they want you to pay whatever money to show up on the, the thing and go to the expos. Sometimes they'll have like exclusive trailers and that kind of stuff that they'll show only indoors there. So obviously that's understandable why it's not shown there. Sure. But it's just a place for all of the Disney stuff to be shown. So let's break it down by topic. And this is going to be a beast of an episode in terms of uh, it's not necessarily two different topics. We're going to talk about Disney, D23, everything Star Wars that could be found and was announced at the show. So 
Let's start off with Tales from the Jedi. This is something that we heard rumored about. We saw the title, and it is headed by, obviously, Dave Filoni and the whole people that worked on the Clone Wars series. It's got the Clone Wars animated style. It's going to be six episodes. It comes out October 26th, so coming up real soon. Yeah. Next month. Wow. Crazy. That's insane. Yeah. I was not expecting that. I was not expecting it either. Great. Um, so it's coming out next month, six episodes, two stories will be told over the course of, I think they're splitting it halfway, but like three episodes for the Ahsoka story, three episodes for the Obi, no, not Obi-Wan, Qui-Gon and young Count Dooku. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I'm so excited. It is so weird seeing Count Dooku without a beard. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, wait, who is this person? And then he heard and his he voice. And then he said something. He's like, oh my no. God. I love Ahsoka. I think she's a really cool character. Um, she's obviously been put on everything. But uh, what I'm really excited about is that Qui-Gon and Count Dooku story. Because mm-hmm. that's it's exciting. It's new. Obviously, we've seen some of the stuff in uh, Legends. We haven't necessarily seen anything Count Dooku related in the new canon. Really? Uh, yeah, no. Nothing. Whether that's in the comics, the movies, the shows. I think the closest thing we have was in the Clone Wars, where mm-hmm. we, we get little hints and more mm-hmm. of the, okay, this is why everyone regards Count Dooku as he is, uh, but yeah. this is going to be what takes him from someone who was trained by Yoda, who was uh, a big part of the Force, to be training Qui-Gon and also slowly get disillusioned almost from Mm. the Jedi Order of like he wants to do this thing the Jedi Order says no but he still thinks and believes that it is better for his path to do the thing Mm -hmm. so that's what I've always loved about Count Dooku is he's he's uh, such an interesting character because he is not necessarily full dark side no he understands the Jedi in a very deep way, but he also doesn't really associate or relate himself to that. But and on the other hand, he doesn't really 100% adopt the dark side because he doesn't right. have the yellow eyes. And he doesn't, he hasn't truly steeped himself in the dark side because he just uses the force as a tool mm-hmm. as well. Like he uses the force like he uses his lightsaber. He's very skilled with it, but it's not a crutch for him. Yeah. It's going to be really interesting, especially on the Qui-Gon side of things, Mm -hmm. to see kind of his story as far as like being younger and... Yeah, because he's almost like the watered-down version. Yeah. He he straight up's like, yo, Yoda, screw you, I'm training the kid. Right, (laughs) yeah. With Anakin. Yeah. (laughs) So it's going to be really interesting to see how Count Dooku, who is kind of... I mean, I would say that he does go a little bit farther in the deep end than especially Qui-Gon does, but... Qui-Gon also takes so much from Count Dooku as far as like mm-hmm. being able to say no to the council and be yeah. like, no, like I'm going to do what I think is right. Like he's got, he gets that from Count Dooku, yeah. I think. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So I'm going to be interested to see what they do with that relationship and how mm-hmm. they kind of build upon or just expand that relationship. Yeah. And- I haven't read the book, but there is a book called Master and Apprentice, I think is what it's called. And it is uh, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan. Mm. That'd be good too. So we've seen that in canon, but mm-hmm. we have not seen the whole Qui Gon Count Dooku side of things. Yeah. So that's that's what's really exciting to me. It's mm-hmm. like, oh boy, we're getting some really cool stuff here. And I think we talked about this in a reaction video, but they they're able to do a lot more and more quickly and with less expectations with something in an animated s- setting. 
So I think that's good. Mm -hmm. I think they made the right decision to tell the story in the animated form. And I think Liam Neeson is going to be in this. Mm. But also his son is going to be in this. Oh, really? As like the young... I think so. Okay. Not entirely sure what they're doing or how they're doing that, but they yeah. both will be in it. Huh. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. And I don't want to crap on uh, Ahsoka either. Like, I'm excited for her side yeah. story, too, because that but looks like, when good. But, like, when you pair Ahsoka with Qui-Gon Jinn and Count Dooku, <laughs> like, who are you going to pick? I, I know who I'm going to pick. Right. And that's going to be my boys over here. <laughs> no, I... Though, I'm here. I'm here for Ahsoka. Young too. Ahsoka is freaking adorable. Oh my gosh. Little baby Ahsoka petting the saber tooth guy. <laughs> and then old Granny Ahsoka. Yep, love it. Um nah. <laughs> and, and it seems like that story is going to be telling the early training, the early years of Ahsoka, how she kind of became force sensitive, and then the training of Anakin and Ahsoka. We specifically see a section where it's like, yo, again. Again, Anakin's like running her through this vigorous training and they just keep on going. Mm-hmm. And then the real thing, mm-hmm. the real exciting part, is this bone-masked mm-hmm. Inquisitor guy mm-hmm. who looks freaking incredible. Yeah. We were talking about this in the reaction and it's like, <laughs> well. Um, I know who I'm cosplaying as. We know who the cosplay, popular but... cosplay thing is going to be now. Like yep. anytime you, a Star Wars celebration, yep. that's what we're going to see. Mm-hmm. At least I better hope we're gonna see yeah. it because I need to see some more of that guy. When we go to Star Wars Celebration, we'll have to we'll have to remember to uh, try to take as many pictures mm-hmm. with these people mm-hmm. as possible because I mean, anytime you have like a masked Sith person, like it's it's cosplay material. Yeah, <laughs> masks are the thing. They are because like every everyone can be a mask character mm-hmm. again. I think it's cool. Yep, it's good for representation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just don't take the mask off. Don't take okay? it off. Keep it Kylo. On. Freaking everybody. Mm-hmm. God, learn from Vader, please. please. I think it's what I really respect about the Mandalorian is how committed they are to having him wear the mask. Yeah. Especially with someone as high profile as Pedro Pascal. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he was in Game of Thrones. He's been in, he was in the, um, obviously later, but the Nicolas Cage uh, movie that they did. Um, the Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Yeah. Yep, yeah. So he's in that. Yep. Uh, so he's like, he's a legit. <laughs> actor yeah uh and they're just like nope you're uh you're gonna be wearing the mask that we do get some and it, it adds to the impact mm-hmm. and, and, and impact of just having him take it off and just uh now he's gonna be dealing with the consequences of it but we'll, we'll talk about that in uh, just a second yeah to kind of just tie off tells from the jedi really excited about it uh i'm still so curious as to why disney keeps on saying we're going to make these little tiny shows. Yeah. Little tiny baby ones. Itty bitty. Like six, six episode limited series. I want like a, th- I want to, what happened to 20 episode seasons? Yeah. Like, what happened to that? Where did that go? Yeah. I'm kind of sad. I'm really sad that the Dooku one is not a full season mm-hmm. show. Yeah. I'm going to be, I know I'm going to be sad because it's just, I I need more. Exactly. I already know more. I need more. Yeah. <laughs> On both sides, you yeah. know, it's like I want, mm-hmm. I want more fleshed out stories here. Yeah, I don't know how deep they'll be able to get to Ahsoka's training in that um, short amount of time, mm-hmm. or the whole Count Dooku and is it Qui Gon side of things? Is it Ahsoka's training because they want to like develop her character in how she'll eventually be like excommunicated from the Jedi Order? Like, is that kind of the thinking that they're going through? It's like this is kind of the that's an interesting thought. Like, why end. are they doing? it? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Like, is this just like her seeing a side of the Jedi Council that was like, maybe, maybe it was the right choice to leave, even though you're mm-hmm. kind of forced to, you know, like this is the reason why she chose not to come back sort of thing. I think that's my most, mostly why I'm so curious about mm-hmm. her side of that, that three part story. Yeah. Potentially three part. Well, let's I hope think it's so. at least. Yeah. Yeah. Seems the most sensible. Mm-hmm. Although more sense would be an entire season. Yeah, Disney, what the heck, bro? <laughs> They're just trying to pump out stuff, I think. They are, yeah, definitely. Uh, now let's uh, jump in and talk about Mandalorian Season 3. Oh. oh my gosh. So, we mentioned it earlier. We teased it just a, just a wee bit. Uh, Mandalorian Season 3 is coming in 2023. They didn't specify a time frame. Could be early 2023, it could be middle of the 2023, it could be late 2023, or it could get delayed again. Um, but it seems like they've got things pretty packed down. Mandalorian season three coming out in 2023. It's got a nice ring to it. It does. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to follow the consequences of Dinjarin, mm-hmm. the Mandalorian, taking off his mask. And what that is going to affect his relationship with Grogu, his relationship with his original occult sect, and his relationship with the mainline Mandalorians. I think it's going to be so fascinating to Mm -hmm. see him, basically, they say it in the trailer, you are a group of two? What do they say? It's like a... I don't want to say cult, because I don't think they called it cult. It was like a... Dang it, now I need to know. What'd they say? Clan. Yeah, so they specifically call it out and say, hey, you're a clan of two. Mm-hmm. So good. Also, just the fact that everyone is referring to him, as Grogu, as Din's son yep. and <laughs> Din as Grogu's father. Daddy. It just brings a smile to my face. It's so good. <laughs> it's so, like, it's so wholesome. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, it's good. It's good to have, um, I mean, we've had so many terrible fathers in pop culture and we'll still have them but it's good to see someone like it's good to see a good father figure in a disney thing mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, i'm i'm excited but seeing the the consequences of saying uh, she, the 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 one lady that leads his specific mandalorian yeah. cult was like yo you are a mandalorian no longer <laughs> mm-hmm. that's so powerful Oof. and you have it on the other side where you have Bo-Katan is also like, yeah, you're not here either. Like, you're, you are a clan of yourself. Like, mm-hmm. you ostracize yourself from this super religious cult. And then these other people that aren't in that cult also don't like those people because for some reason they separated the cult. Or they separated the original Mandalorians somehow. I think we're going to get into a little mm-hmm. bit of that. Um that's cool on that mm-hmm. side of things. And then you have like basically Mandalorians over here creating his own little family. Yeah. Like he's got Grogu, he's got uh Boba Fett, he's got all of these connections. He's basically like a really good networker of the galaxy. <laughs> he knows all these people. He's like, Yeah, I know them or I worked with them over here. I helped Boba F- Boba Fett do this thing. I helped blah blah blah. Like he's got yeah. He's got connections, mm-hmm. and you, you even see it with the the dude on the not Tatooine planet. <laughs> yeah, the dark Tatooine is what I call dark mode Tatooine. <laughs> it's oh, the, no. it's the like dark sand planet that was in um, the Mandalorian season one. 
I cannot remember its name. Mm, it's not coming to I'll me. I'll find it and put it up on the screen if you're watching this on the video. And uh, and I'll also put the audio in here for the audio version. <laughs> but it's called... Navarro. And... <laughs> um, it's... He, he shakes that one dude's hand who used to give him some, um, some jobs and stuff. Mm. It's going to be so exciting to see how his decisions impact the broader world of the Mandalorians, the broader world of his own little world. And also I never, we never really got like, um, a clear, okay, this is the end point for, uh, Giancarlo Esposito's character. He got defeated in the second season. He was introduced in the first season and they were trying to do something with Grogu. So I think that may we may mm-hmm. see that come to a head in mm-hmm. this in this season. Yeah. Yeah, I I I wonder what the trailer is not saying. Mm-hmm. Like it, <laughs> What did we say it shows a lot but not a whole yeah, lot? Yeah, not a whole lot. <laughs> like what are we actually looking at? Like don't really know. It just at this point it seems like we're going to get into a lot of political mm-hmm. um things within um Dinjarin's own cult. And his excommunication of it. And I feel like I'm saying excommunicating a lot. It's all right. (laughs) This is where we're at in Star Wars, apparently. (laughs) Excommunicated. (laughs) And with the Mandalorian planet Mm -hmm. um, as well. So I feel like that's pretty much all we got, as well as like some like behind the scenes, like what Din Djarin's doing as side jobs to just make things work. Like I I would assume that's what it is. That's kind of like what season two was. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. And then he's also just, he's doing these side jobs and he's also kind of sad because he didn't have Grogu yet. And then he had the Grogu at the end and blah, blah, blah. Okay. But now he has Grogu. Yeah. And now he's going to be dad for life now. And he's ostracized from his extended family on both sides. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I'm actually curious why he goes back to Mandalorian anyway. What do you mean? Because he didn't really leave on good terms with them. Uh, his original sect? No, the the like actual. Oh, Bo-Katan. Yeah, all them. Because she was kind of like, yeah, I don't know. Eh, I don't really uh, like you. <laughs> I don't know. That's what that was the vibe I got anyway. A thing too that we noticed was there is no mention or showing of a dark saber in the entire teaser trailer. Mm-hmm. Which I find fascinating. Mm-hmm. Like, it was such a key part of season two, and even carried over into Book of Boba Fett and the journey there, where he had a little like uh, offshoot where he was struggling to control it and had the whole, oh, yeah, did you remove your mask section? There was no mention or anything of it no. in this trailer so far. Where, so, I, I, where is it now? He still has it. He still has it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, huh. so he still has it. Yeah, that's right, because he fought the mm-hmm. the one dude. But he's fighting it, and you right. do have because it is a force controlled object. You have to kind of you have to mm. you have to you have to feel it. Right. You have to feel the vibes, man. Yeah. of using it, mm-hmm. and he's trying to constantly fight it. Right. So there's that side of things. Bo-Katan mm. wants it. How is that going to work with their whole thing? It's so fascinating mm-hmm. to see where this is going to go. Yeah. Very, like like we said, too, they showed a lot. 
we saw all of the key characters like oh hey there's that person there's that person but we don't know any of the context around it so i think in that point it gave us a lot of details to work with a lot of things to theorize about but it didn't give us anything like this is what's going to happen yeah which is good because mm-hmm. i think that's that's my biggest gripe with modern day trailers <laughs> is uh showing the whole thing too much. showing too much mm-hmm. it's like by the time you watch this trailer you don't have to watch the whole movie mm-hmm. That's 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 my thing. It's like when trailers become cliff notes. Yeah. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. I also find it really funny how modern day trailers, they have a pre-trailer and then they have watch the trailer and then they go into the full trailer. Have you noticed that? No. Yeah. So all But you most, watch a lot more trailers than I do. Yeah. So <laughs> most modern day trailers, they'll have like a bum, 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 and then they'll have the logo of the movie and then they're like, watch the trailer now. And then they go into the full trailer. What? Yeah. That's so ridiculous. It's, it is. Um, yeah. Just a little fun fun thing that keeps me up at night. <laughs> Apparently people don't have enough to do with their time. Just make pre-trailers for trailers. Yeah, pre-trailer. We got the pre-pre-trailer. You got the um, <laughs> teaser trailer. You yep. got the teaser pre-trailer. The, the pre-teaser trailer and the trailer teaser trailer. <laughs> <laughs> what? You've got, it's trailers all the way down. Mm-hmm. All the way down. Barely. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take a little bit of break and we'll talk about what we saw on the games front for um, D23. Only different in your mind. You must unlearn what you have learned. <sighs> it's such a sad way for Star Wars games right now. We have so much. And like the world is our oyster. Yeah. In terms of anyone can make Star Wars games now. But when everyone can make Star Wars games, no one will make mm-hmm. Star Wars games. <laughs> yeah. You have we have so many announcements. You have what I find so fascinating with D23, they had a whole game showcase. It's like, "Oh my gosh, they announced it beforehand. Get ready. There's going to be Marvel games, there's going to be Star Wars games, there's going to be Disney games, and then it got leaked to how long it was going to be. It's going to be 23 minutes. That's how long it was going to be. That's it? And it wasn't like a full, it had a, uh, this one dude that was like hyping up the trailers, and then it's like, we have a world premiere here, and it's a mobile game. We have a world premiere here. It's a mobile game. So we got a lot of mobile games. I think the key things that are really fascinating in terms of the Star Wars content, we didn't get any announcements of it. Super sad, super disappointing. Ugh. But we did get mentions of them more. Oh. We saw Star Wars Eclipse featured, and they had like what? at the end of it, they had like this is what's coming for all of our studios, and they had like Marvel games, they had the Disney games, and then they had Star Wars games scattered in between this highlight reel. <laughs> they showed Star Wars Hunters, mm-hmm. they showed Star Wars Eclipse, and they showed um, Jedi Survivor. Those are the three main ones. Okay, and I think they may. Have shown one of the mobile games or something in there too star wars eclipse what the heck is going on with this game like everyone is there's like the whole blackout star wars eclipse which is a whole movement in regards to (laughs) allegations made against the owner uh the whole company was bought by another big company so that's also fascinating and they're still like guys this is coming and everyone's like but also, I feel really bad about being excited about this. Yeah. Ew. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Is anyone else just exhausted by the... It's a roller coaster, Yeah, man. by the turmoil of this game. It's like a soap opera watching Star Wars games get... Oh, hey, there's this cool Star Wars games by this awesome developer that you all know and love. Oh, wait. Um, yeah, that's not going to happen anymore. Or, hey, that's not going to happen. It's going to happen, but it's going to be really delayed, and it's not going to be by those guys anymore. Or, hey, look, we're super behind this one studio that is super problematic. <laughs> Uh, but what? Why did you cancel Why? this game and you're so enthusiastic about this one game that's going to be coming out in 2030? Mm-hmm. I will be 30 by the time this game comes out. <laughs> I will not mention my age. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I think great. that's super weird. Very um, The other thing I want to... Uh, Skydance Media... Amy Hennig Studio, which is going to be working on a Star Wars game. Mm-hmm. They did have something on this in this showcase. Oh, really? Not Star Wars related, hmm. but they had a showcase of a Captain America, Black Panther, and one other character, I can't remember, uh, game. They're making a Marvel game. It looks really cool. What, for what, for what? Like? On... It's going to be probably on modern day consoles and PC. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be a full game. It's not a mobile game. Uh, all it is known as is the Marvel Skydance New Media Project. <laughs> oh, boy. That is literally it. I don't expect it anytime soon. No. But considering we got a trailer for this one and it's also not going to come out in a while, their Star Wars game is going to be a long while before oh, we see, gosh. I would imagine. I just find it fascinating, too, that we didn't see any new Star Wars games at this one, and they didn't take the chance to show any more of Jedi Survivor, mm-hmm. which I think is fascinating. But I can s- probably around E3, EA Playtime next year, we'll see something, hmm. possibly even a gameplay showcase, because that would match the timeline that they had for the first game. And then to tie off the whole Star Wars game side of things, we saw a trailer... Not necessarily a trailer, but they announced uh, kind of a trailer. Lego Star Wars is getting six new character packs. Yeah, so it's getting some more DLC. It's like the ultimate galactic character pack bundle thing. So you can have more characters in in Lego Star Wars. More? On top of how many hundreds? So many characters, like (laughs) three or four hundred I think they have in the game now. 300, I think, is what it is. Something along those lines. Yeah. Uh, They're going to add some Obi-Wan characters. Andor's coming in. Reva's Mm. coming in. Mm. Um, Captain Rex. Oh, cool. There's a few other people from Clone Wars. Uh, Basically, it's a lot of the TV show characters are going in there. Uh, And some spattering of other characters, too. But, yeah. So, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I'm not, like... I wish they would have added more levels or something. Uh-huh. Or even My, like more depth to the levels or something. Yeah. I love that game. It's super well polished, but I also am very disappointed with that game because it's too much. It's a Lego game mm-hmm. lengthwise. But when you have all of the movies in the game, it shouldn't be the length of a Lego movie like a Lego game. Mm-hmm. Like it it shouldn't be one Lego mo- a Lego game lengthwise it should be the longest lego game ever yeah but they cut corners a lot all the boss fights are exactly the same the 
levels that you play aren't necessarily the best levels that they could have put and it's super weird <laughs> some movies are just really short yeah well there's not necessarily just considering they made a whole the force awakens lego game yeah they have made a whole game off of one movie and you're gonna make basically an average link lego game off of the entire skywalker saga what just leaves more to be wanted yeah so just as a recap here we got mandalorian season three trailer we got tells from the jedi trailer we also got an updated trailer for andor we got um an announcement of new character packs for lego the skywalker saga and uh we got Star Wars Hunters, Star Wars Eclipse, and Jedi Survivor mentioned in the highlight reel, and the Skydance New Media Project that is apparently maybe first coming out is going to be Marvel, not Star Wars. So, very light again on the Star Wars game front. But, <laughs> and just generally, no no movie, yeah, no Star Wars movies. Mm. Um, as we talked about last episode on the podcast, Rogue Squadron was kind of like technically 2023. It's not. It's not coming out 2023. <laughs> I will bet money. Um, Ooh, how much? Uh, I will bet you a coffee. Okay. If it if it comes out in 2023, I will give you whatever coffee you want. Sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> but that also means if yeah, it uh, if it doesn't, then I get you a coffee. coffee. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll take that bet. Excellent. Uh, and I also heard rumors that there won't be any Star Wars movies in 20, until 2024. So I, I expect to have that coffee. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, I'm betting on you too, but <laughs> just to, for, to shake things up, spice yeah. my life a little bit oh, more. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes and uh, what Star Wars ends up being like. But overall, I mean... Mandalorian season three looks epic. Mm-hmm. Tales from the Jedi looked really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was also Bad Batch is coming out uh, mm-hmm. January. Okay. Bad Batch season two is coming out in January of uh, next year. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So it also it got delayed and it was originally going to come out I think this month. Oh, wow. Andor was supposed to come out in August. Bad Batch season two was supposed to come out in September. Tales from the Jedi was going is coming out in October. So they wanted like a big string of content. But now they're spreading it out, which I think is a good decision, because uh, we saw as the movies like yearly Star Wars movies don't work. No, um, I we can do a lot more Star Wars shows, but I think we're starting to find out how many. I think two to three shows a year is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Don't overdo it. <laughs> yeah, keep us in some suspense, <laughs> keep please. Keep us in some suspense, uh, but also. Let's get the games moving here. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> That's where they really need to focus on. Uh-huh. Give like 17 game studios the Star Wars license so we can have three Star Wars games come out. Well, and not even on the game side of it, in my thoughts right now, it's like, yeah, don't plan on having a whole big string because we want deeper content, not just mm-hmm. these short little I'll six. take anything. I mean, yeah, but also. But you're talking for the shows, Yeah, right? I'm talking about like okay. the shows, like. Let's let's get more. Mm-hmm. Like I want, I already know it's just not enough. Yeah, <laughs> we did get um, Ezra from Rebels is going to be in Ahsoka. Oh, interesting! Mm-hmm. I didn't hear they that. They did cast that. Uh, there's a couple other people that they cast as well, 
and they had uh, the two leads for the skeleton crew were also hmm. cast. Okay. Uh, so it's going to be a group of kids lost in space. Kids led TV shows uh, by Disney. I don't think mm. will be that great. Mm-hmm. The rumors say it's going to be basically Star Wars Stranger Things. But I don't think anyone that would work for Disney or with Disney on this project would actually be able to pull something like that off. Yeah. With Star Wars. And they're not They're not indie enough, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they're so mainstream, it's so like, ooh. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Hopefully it's not like a Disney Channel mm-hmm. kid Jude show. Jude Law's in it, so that's the only reason I'll be watching right, it. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And Star Wars. Mm-hmm. But Jude Law. Mainly. But Jude Law. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well with that thank you all so much for listening to this episode of star wars uplink thank you all for your support we would uh, greatly appreciate it if you left us a review on apple Podcasts, itunes as well as leaving us a rating on spotify it's completely free and helps us out a ton also make sure that you are subscribed completely free on your favorite podcast app or on youtube and uh, with notifications on so you are aware of any new episodes of the podcast uh we create uh shorts from the show reaction videos just uh some fun stuff that's going on over there so yeah, it's gotta keep sure, you up to date make sure you check it out there's gonna be a big announcement uh in october for the podcast so definitely stay tuned for that really excited to see uh to let everyone know where we're headed for the future of star wars uplink but we're sticking around covering everything star wars gaming the tv shows and the movies as always thanks for listening and may the force be with you <laughs>